And we've got our guest this morning to talk about a varsity sport. And it's a relatively very, very new varsity sport here at Minnesota State University. And it's called Maverick Esports. And uh, so if you've never heard of it, well, that's because it is so new. And with me this morning, I have Michael Olson, who is a faculty member here at Minnesota State University. He is the chair of the music and entertainment department here at the university. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. Well, first, before we get to our other interviewee, who is a student, we're going to say what in the world is Maverick Esports and it's a varsity sport so it's so new I want you to tell folks who are listening what it is. Yeah so the esports team started a year ago I think Andrew could talk a little bit more about how that uh, came about. Yeah uh, so Maverick Esports uh, it's a varsity program here at the university Um, it gives students the opportunity to compete online in various video games I guess would be the public term different titles Um, and it's really just a way for students who have an interest in those competitive games to take it to the next level and compete alongside other colleges, um, much like our other varsity athletics, um, while still pursuing something that interests them. We should introduce you officially, too. You are Matthew Ludwig. Ludwig. Um, and okay. I'm the community manager for Maverick Esports here at MNSU. So now, is this like a club or is it an actual varsity sport? So we are an officially recognized varsity program here at the university. We have a training facility. Um, It's in the basement of Wissink Hall. It's also open to any student on campus to use for free um, as a resource. And, you know, we have jerseys, we have practices, tournaments, um, seasons. Um, So we're still experiencing a ton of growth as a program and it's been an awesome opportunity to open up that side of competition to students here on campus. So did it officially become a varsity sport recently? I mean I know we had it here on campus recently but when did it officially nationwide become a varsity sport? Yeah so it's been growing nationwide for years now um, specifically at Minnesota State Mankato Um, It was existing kind of as a large group of club programs and then kind of during the pandemic it shifted and the university picked it up as an official varsity program kind of under the leadership of our head coach Jackie Lamb. And so some of those existing titles that were with clubs kind of merged with the varsity program and really brought the competition to the national stage. Um, we've won five championships already um, and a variety of different titles. Wow, so, congratulations. That's yeah. really wonderful. All right, my experience with gaming is I started on an Apple computer and I used to play a game called Oregon Trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I played something called Blit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's as far as my experience goes. So tell me, what do you do? I mean, when you say gaming, I mean obviously, and I've heard of Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. I'm very old. <laughs> I know they're laughing at me because they're like, oh, you are old. Yes. So tell me what it is you exactly do and how does one train to do this? Um, so it really depends on the title. Like I said, uh, currently we have about five different games or varsity titles that we're competing in. Um, so games such as Rocket League, it's very much like the game of soccer, except oh. the players are controlling a rocket-powered car. Um, so a lot of the strategies are similar. It's a 3v3 Uh, three-person teams competing against each other to score goals. Um, And then we also have more um, strategy-based games um, called MOBAs, um, particularly League of Legends, um, where there's, you know, a bunch of different characters you can pick from. They all have different special abilities and kind of that team composition of what your different abilities are. Is it sort of like a Dungeons & Dragons on 
line, sort of? Because, I mean, you mentioned the character development and stuff. Yeah, I guess it could be looked at similar to that. The main difference would be that the characters kind of all have their assigned abilities, and your goal as a team is really to see which abilities are going to best suit your team members. Um, and then communicating with each other throughout the game to ensure that you're really doing your best to push your teammates to their full ability um, and kind of outsmart the competition. And so when we're talking sports, generally you're in an arena or a field of some sort. So can you be anywhere, the, the whole team? Are you together? Do you do it across the Zoom or whatever <laughs> platform it's called? Yeah, so generally for our main season competitions all of our teams compete together in our training facility for official matches um, but the teams they're playing against are at their own schools and oh. their um, facilities once you get up to like the championship matches they host what are called LAN events um, and those will be kind of the arenas where the teams are in person together playing in the same room against each other um, and as a program we're actually working on hosting one of those or uh, we'll be hosting it for Rockstar this fall, um, which will be the first LAN event in Mankato. And there's a bunch of information about that on our socials. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And as chair of music and entertainment department, so yeah. I guess faculty of entertainment, how big of a deal has this become, the, the gaming industry and, you know, the the fact that we have a varsity sport? Yeah, it's huge. You know, uh, this generation of students and uh, younger people engage with music in a lot of different ways. And the primary way they consume music now is with a visual medium. I think we're up to 60% of the music industry is consumed via TikTok or through games. And so this is the the new kind of front porch for how people get introduced into music. And so part of the interest in collaborating with esports was, could we do some kind of live performance yeah. music with electronics while the, the games are being played? And so that's kind of how this idea came about. So we've got, yeah, the big the big deals coming up this Sunday is called the Spring Smash Bash, and it's this Sunday from 2 to 4 p.m. in the Performing Arts Center, which is here on campus in the Recital Hall. So it's not your usual arena, which is the, as you call your training center, which is... That's in the basement of Wissink Hall, yeah. but um, this event will be hosted in a bigger space, the Recital well, now, Hall. So do people come around and watch you play, or, or really what happens in this Spring Smash Bash? Because the public is invited, as I understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the event's free. It's open to anybody. Um, the game that's going to be played is called Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. You can play it up to the professional level, but it's also super easy for anyone to pick up. It's a very basic fighting game. It's based off of the Nintendo character kind of universe, so Mario, Luigi... Oh. Kirby. Um, there's a bunch. I've heard of those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have a couple Nintendo Switches down there for anyone to kind of pop in and use. Um, and then our fabulous partners with the music industries department are going to be kind of live scoring the event to provide oh, that like theme the music. judges kind of no like we'll be playing music underneath that we're building in the moment oh. to score the gameplay so if you've ever heard of silent film right silent film started about 100 years ago and yes. at that time there's no soundtrack and so they had an organist or an orchestra yeah. up front and they're kind of playing with the emotion um, of the visuals it's the same kind of idea that we're bringing oh. into this event. So we'll have musicians on stage 
where we'll trigger some samples, we'll play it, we have some guitars and basses and keyboards, and as the action is going on the screen, we'll be building up the emotion through all these different layers of sound. We tried it out this week, and uh, it was pretty exciting. So, so is this excited. like a big, I mean, it's a big giant screen, so do yeah. people sit like in a, an audience type yep. situation then? And so you're watching, and then you're doing the game, it's going on on a big screen, and then the musicians, how many musicians, by the way, are being invo- involved with We'll this? have two to three, and then we have some faculty work and some student work that we'll be playing with as well. So we've got students involved on the music side as well as on the performance side. And I understand, Michael, you'll be one of those performers. What are you going to be doing? Yeah, so I'll have a guitar and a space station in front of me with uh, MIDI controllers and all kinds of different sounds that I can trigger and help bring that ambiance to the game in the moment. So it's sort of having that background of like when you're watching Mario Brothers, except that is done, I don't know, ahead of time or do they do that? The same way where so they a lot do of it? that music is looped over and over. Oh. The sound effects are the same, okay. and so in this version of the events, we'll be able to be a little bit more adaptive to the environment. So you can kind of feel the live energy of the music changing as you're playing. So as a player, you said you've played before, mm-hmm. and how does that music impact you? Does it does it uh, really play an interesting role in your, the game itself? Or yeah, absolutely. I mean. Music is just essential to the art of a game itself. Okay. Um, it's very hard to build that emotion and kind of the the stakes on the line without the music. Um, you know, there's visual cues such as your health bar or in Super Smash Bros. your damage percentage. Um, but kind of adding that music really gives you the sense of urgency and the intensity that comes with a match. So not only will it kind of give a really unique opportunity to the players to have that live feedback and understand kind of how the match is progressing, but it also helped the audience to understand what the the direction that the match is going on top of that as well. So who is the Spring Smash Bash this Sunday? Who are you hoping that will come? Who is, it, who is kind of your target audience? Uh, so we definitely love uh, students on campus to come. Uh, I know some of our varsity Super Smash Bros. players are going to be there as well. It's a great opportunity to meet them and network if you are interested in getting involved in the program. Um, but on top of that, it would be great to see some support from just our local Mankato community or even surrounding communities uh, showing up to see what we're all about. Maybe they have kids interested in esports. Uh, maybe you're a high schooler who's interested in esports. This would be a great way to get kind of a look at our program program, interact with some people, and just play some fun games and listen to some great music. Are there jobs that you can get in this field? Is that why we do this kind of thing? Uh, I guess I'll look to you as the the faculty. Yeah, I mean, we had the the gaming and entertainment industry in general has exploded, right? So if you just look at the growth of streaming services over the t- over time, what used to be a broadcast channel that had you know five different dif- uh, different shows yep. on different mm-hmm. channels at a time has grown exponentially. Streaming services the same way. Everybody wants content, content, content. Right. So as the industry expands in that direction, there are tons of jobs for students. And we place students all over the breadth of the industry. Now with the rise of remote work, you can work in Minnesota and work for a company in Berlin. You can live in Minnesota and work for a company in Los Angeles. There's just not the same barriers to entry that there used to be. How, how many students are involved in the esports, the varsity, or the in esports in general here at the university? Um, so currently we have about 20 behind the scenes okay. employees, um, both volunteer and paid, um, who kind of help out from everything. Um, I work in marketing. Um, we have a broadcast team that streams our matches live to Twitch. Um, they're a huge asset. We have assistant coaches. Um, and then over the course of the year, we've had just 
about 60 varsity players who've competed um, and for them that involves you know not only getting to compete but getting jerseys uh, professional photos taken for headshots um, mm-hmm. and different opportunities like that and I see you even have a camp coming up in June it's your first on-campus in-person camp for middle and high schoolers and I guess middle school st- campus is sold out you have to be experienced because like my boys would probably think this is the coolest thing since sliced bread but we don't they don't have phones or games Mm -hmm. so I'm just curious if if they would be able to come in and learn or do something Um, so a lot of it's kind of age-based for their experience there I would say it would be most beneficial for those who already have an existing interest in esports and kind of the video game world Um, really what our camp is going to focus on is how students can get more involved in the esport industry, looking at different career opportunities there are, um, exploring broadcasting, marketing, um, and then also um, running training drills on specific games that are popular in the industry right now. I would say if your student or uh, child is super interested Mm -hmm. in video games as a whole, and maybe they don't know the specific titles, they could still take away a lot from it. Um, So yeah. And then on this event this particular Sunday coming from two to four people can try it out too if, if maybe if you don't have a lot of experience you can you you guys will be playing like something that people can watch and then are there opportunities elsewhere that people can experiment or yeah, yeah absolutely um, like I mentioned it's a it's a very basic game to pick up um, if you have kind of the general concept of how to use a controller mm-hmm. anyone can really play it especially if you're playing against someone of a similar skill level Um, There's some basic moves that just about anybody can figure out. I know even when I was younger, I would play the GameCube version with my parents, and they didn't really know what they were doing, (laughs) but they could throw me off the edge. (laughs) That would be me. Yeah. Well, this sounds really wonderful. So I want to make sure we let folks know that everyone is welcome. It is this Sunday, April 24th from 2 to 4 p.m., and it's here on campus at the Performing Arts Center, and that's 250 Recital Hall. Where can they park? Uh, lot 16, right outside. There's a big parking lot right outside the recital Is it free? Because that's a I, yes. people are always worried about getting yes. a, a, nope. a ticket or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> this, so for this Sunday, you can park in that lot outside of the Performing Arts Center, yep. lot 16, 2 to 4. That lot is free on Sundays. Okay. Yep. So everybody can, can come and park and Good to know. enjoy the event. And like you said, you combining with the, the music folks, you're going to be there and providing that entertainment. I think that's such a cool thing that you're doing is making that the mood with the the play and that combo that you're doing and I hope a lot of folks can get out and just to see it and it sounds like it's a kind of a come and go you don't have to be there at the beginning yeah 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 feel free to stop in there is an RSVP on our website esports.mnsu.edu if you'd like to sign up in the ahead and let us know that you're going to be there Uh, but if you don't have time or kind of spur of the moment want to just stop over please feel free all right and is there a website or someplace people can go just if they forget the information and want to look it up and find it all. Yes, so that will be esports.mnsu.edu forward slash smash bash. Smash bash, spring smash bash. And I want to thank you both for coming on. We have been talking with Michael Olson, who is a faculty here at Minnesota State in charge of the music and entertainment industries and also a student one of the students who is is been involved for a while and that is ludwig. matthew ludwig <laughs> I'll, get it. Right. I'll get it right eventually that's all matthew right. ludwig thank you guys for coming on anything you'd like to to leave us with before i let you go uh just please don't be shy feel free to come out and we really hope to see you there on sunday well thank you for letting us know about this and as you do more things please 
keep us up to date and come back on again. We okay? will. Thank you. Thank you both. I appreciate it. Thanks. All right. That sounds like a lot of fun. I think I'm going to have to get my boys to go because uh, I think they would really get a kick out of that and uh, to learn more about what's going on.